Hello, and welcome to the Fuagada Podcast. This is Juan, and uh, yeah, how's everything going, guys? Everything good? We had a crazy week this week. We had so many things going on. We did 305 Fest. We did the Rao City Place. I getting kind of into that after on the outtake. But today, we're going to talk about influences and what influences you. What kind of influences do you have? What is an influence? You know what an influence is? The capacity to have an effect on the character and development and behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. That kind of stuff. So we're going to kind of deal with that. What we, we mean by this. What happens when we're, we are influenced by something. How we use it. And what happens when we're an influence ourselves. And what we do. It'll be interesting. Influence. Say it a couple of times. Influence. All right, let's get into it. What's going on, folks? Um, this podcast, I wanted to like deal with a couple of things because I was like, I don't know, uh, a lot of stuff going on in the weekends when I was doing pop-ups and I'm clicking a pen while I shouldn't do that. <laughs> and it's like picking it up because I'm being, fishy. I don't know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puss or what I'm doing. But um, yeah, I have a day off, so I had to like, all right, I'm going to sit down and do the podcast. And I was just wrestling with this thing about influences. And it's two kinds of things. It's it's two 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 sides of a coin influences. Because it's not only what you influence in itself of yourself as like as people and what influences you. Now we can go back to the artistic point of influences. We all have influences. We all come from something. The idea that we're super original or super like no one's seen this before is overdone. You don't need to look for that. That's something that you don't need to look for or need or want or anything like that. That's minor. What you want to look at is what are you drawing from? Where are you drawing your strengths? Where are you drawing what you want to know? Where are you drawing uh, your strength from? Where are you drawing your bravery from? And there's a lot of things like that. And when I, when I talk about influences, it ranges from everything. Um, one of the passing jokes I have is that I think I accept anybody and everybody. Uh, I can meet anybody of any background, religion, race, uh, political affiliation or what have you. And I'm f- totally, you know, I can swallow bullshit with the best of them. I can put up with a lot of ignorance. I'm really good at those things. But you know where I notice I draw the line is music. If somebody has really lame taste in music, it really fucks with me. I get like kind of like, what? I don't want to be around you. I don't like it. Because I see that as the influence. That's like the energy that you're channeling. So if, you know, you really love Barry Manilow, I don't know if we can get along. I mean, I can look the other way if it's not an apparent thing. But if it's not, it's like... And I'm not saying that you have to be, like, a fucking fan of Burzum or some shit. Or Faith No More. But it's like, when you have some basic-ass tastes, it's like, ooh. 
So I look back and I go and, and, and I look at people and I say, okay, the influences, what are the influences? And a lot of that goes into your brand as a business, goes into your brand as an artist, it goes into your how you create things, what you're doing. Um, if you're making stickers that are influenced by punk rock shit and you want to do your own style and everything else, you already are adhering to something. You know what I'm saying? You're already like kind of subscribing to something right there. And, and, and that, I, I say that's a good approach. Do the shit you fucking love. And, but you have to question because we don't question ourselves enough. One thing is to question what we hate. But another thing is say, okay, why do I like this so much? Why is this something that I really dig? Like for myself, there's artists like Sam Keith, um, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, Ashley Wood, uh, Bill Senkovich, uh, Care Andrews, a lot of these different comic book artists, uh, painters like, um, uh, oh my God, what's this guy's name? Uh, Kent. He did uh, he did uh, Havoc and Wolverine. You know, a lot of painters that I like, the, the I go, what is it in their work that it draws me forward, that makes me want to pin it against my wall, makes me want to buy their stuff, makes me follow them online, makes me put everything... Kent Williams, that was a guy. Kent Williams, God, Matthew Kent. That was a whole other guy. That was a writer I worked with. Uh, Kent, uh, Kent Williams. Um, a lot of times I like brushstrokes i like painting i like things that are being made and you can see it i can i can see the pen lines in it i got the 7174 uh comic book the other day uh by um ashley wood and i flipped through it and i was reading it and i flipped through it and i read it and i just absorbing what he was doing and and it gave me you know as i was reading it um it was really great it just came out last week uh by ashley wood um it made me realize what you can and can't do. Like sometimes I'm so constricted in my comic book making and what I'm doing. And I'm just like, I think people want this or I go for something that I, I think every, you know, even now I, 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 I kind of look at what I'm doing and I'm being influenced by audiences. I'm being influenced by the comic book market. And then I see somebody like Ashley Wood and what he's doing, and how fabulous it is. And I go, oh, fuck that. You know, I can do that. And I'll just start doing that. Wow. So th- this is what I talk about, the influences. And, and you have to be on it about that. You have to be, you know, and, and finding more and, and figuring different stuff out. Because it's going to inform your work. It's going to inform what you're doing. You go, and, and even like in the comic book shop, I'm not dumb. I know there's other comic book shops out there. So I look at other businesses. And when I travel, I go to other comic book shops. And I look to see what they're doing in their shops, what they aren't doing in their shops. Um, when I see a comic book shop that doesn't really do gaming, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's cool that they don't do gaming. Why is it? Is it just the audience different? Or there's another crowd or just whatever else? Or when I see that maybe they sell a lot more zines or they sell records too, I go and look into that and I say, oh, how's that work? How, how can we put something like that together? And that's what the kind of thing I would like to, to, to push little by little and start putting together. Um, those are the things that you have to look at. I Everything from even like how their bags look, what they post online. I follow a crap ton of other comic book shops just to see how what they post what kind of events they do, everything. And I, yeah, I copy them. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll copy them if it's something that I feel like, yeah, that, that'll work with my my customers. It'll work with the audience that we have. So I will totally fucking do that. 
and and some stuff i don't you know some stuff was was influences from other places when we started the discord on goblins heist it was because it was a video game thing more than anything but we use it now for our comic book customers and so i post all the pos and uh foc stuff that's coming out and uh they you know i'll tell them hey man this is coming out this is coming out and i get my orders that way and it works amazing doing it that way um we get people that are far away that aren't always in or can't always tune into the to the um the claim sale shows that we do and they you know they they work on that so that came from uh the video game influence so me as an artist uh, and again video game uh, influence the other side of it is the hideo kojima like i i started reading his books because i i don't play that many video games when i when i when i have it's always been Kojima fucking games, Metal Gear Solid, different games like that, uh, Death Stranding, and I go, well, why? You know, I love the, the the design work on it, the aesthetic. I love how it looks. I go, why is this the thing that gets me the most? Like, why is this this thing? And I go, oh, okay. Well, then I'll start reading it. So I started reading um, the Creative Gene by Hideo Kojima, and it's mostly all. I thought it was going to be more biographical, and it semi is, but it talks about his influences from different books that he reads and different media that he's watched. So it's really cool. And as I go through it, I go, oh, he's referencing a science fiction short story from 1960-something and saying how it influenced him or how he liked the idea of this or whatever. And um, it's good to have that. And, 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 and... Sorry, as I record this on my phone, I get cut off with phone calls or what have you. Ah, I should have put like a not, do not disturb there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so again, going back to influences and everything and, and just reminding you, like originality is shit. Originality is not um, something to really look for in anything. Originality comes from, the, it's really the amalgamation. You're that prism where all these things are going to go through and this other light is going to come out. You have to look at it that way, you know, and so you have to see that all these different things are going to come through you and how you use them and combine them and put them together is what's going to inform your work or inform your brand. You know, I think that's something I learned as a graphic designer when I was studying and as working on it. The more you fucking knew, the more you were armed to do things. So I remember I worked for a cigar company and I used to make the advertisements. And so we worked on a couple of things. Sometimes there was like these simple fucking designs because you just photograph cigar and an ashtray this thing a logo boom but then i was just influenced by like a lot of design work i saw and they were using metal inks so we decided to use these gold metal inks to promote this connecticut blend that had a gold color and i used like these you know uh smoke brushes that i happened to have that i got i think i downloaded for fucking shits and giggles from somewhere and I kind of did this cool little gold thing. And it was just, you know, this nice, huge gold hue on top of the page. And, you know, it's going to be the right side of the advertisement in the magazine. This was from a um, German market that we were doing, German-speaking market in Europe. And people really dug it. And I got, like, an award for it and everything. So there was the, that was something that came from influences of seeing other people's work and what you could do with metal inks. And I remember, like, we couldn't do metal ink, so we did, okay, like, I'll do an Arcuris coating on that smoke, and it worked just as well. And I remember there was just a buzz about it, everybody dug it. And that came from looking at other designers, seeing what they were doing, 
uh, I still do it where I just look at packaging sometimes. I just look at the packaging of something and I'll be like, oh, that's kind of cool. They did this, this, and this here. Or they decided not to do this. Or, oh, the, the, the fold of a tab is different than this. And instead, they use the magnet. I'm like, all those things you just start paying attention to. As soon as you can realize this, when you take graphic design and you see how everything is being made, then you see how everything gets brought together on it. Um, again, so influences. I'm always looking. I'm always seeing. Um, I was at 305 Fest this weekend, and I was looking at the influences. I was seeing a lot of like, oh, the Miami thing, the vibe, and everything else. So you see a lot of pink and blue and the Miami Vice colors, a lot of cafecito, a lot of palm trees, a lot of all these little things. And I just thought, I saw how they were the most of the time the design was going. But then I saw some cool stuff, like the one group had this Miami, and they colored the IAM differently, and then villain. So Miami villain, I am a villain, you know? So I am a, you know, like I am villain, you know, that was I am. It was a nice little weird mixer. Those were really cool. I was like, oh shit, now I want to I wanna use that myself in something, you know? I'm going to have to, you know, either do it differently enough that it's not a ripoff of theirs, but I thought it was a cool idea. And there's stuff that I want to stay away from, too. I, I think there's too many cartoony, haha, funny fucking bits to shit that I, I think make Miami look a little bit of a joke. People tend to to lean uh, to the side of being a fucking stereotype. I think they're more in tune for doing that than actually making work that is worth a shit. Um, but that's what happens, again by taking in all these influences and developing a taste of your own and then you know what you want to do and you don't want to do you know um influences are a weird thing you know when you when you really look at a lot of the the stuff that you love and everything else the other thing is you don't know the full story of it you have to delve into it you have to look at how it works how how much time it is um i was i still have to put the the blog that put together for for this week for sunday because i missed it because of all the pop-ups but i'm going to be posting it for monday one of the guys i always kind of talk about is uh kim uh, king jamun uh the korean phenom fucking artist i mean every time i watch that guy draw i'm like what kind of devil shit is this <laughs> every time i'm always looking at it like how do you get away with this shit it's amazing he draws so effortlessly and when i saw him do illustrations i was kind of like oh, okay cool like you know there could be a tried and true thing to it but he was doing sequentials one day and i was so envious i saw how what he could do how he could put it together i was just like motherfucker like wow dude like wow man i wish i could just fucking sit there and bang out fucking illustrations like that and um is and and but then again so you go to study him and he will tell you he fucking sat there for years drawing I think if there's one regret I have in life is that I wish I drew more when I was younger and studied more drawing. I was drawing, but I didn't study more drawing. I was trying to make these finished products, but I didn't have enough practice. And so if I tell you right now, whatever you're doing, the practice is there. Do the practice part. Bust your ass. Get that through. That's what I'm learning from him and seeing what he does. Um... And all influences. I mean, there's a couple of times, like, I have a lot of these entrepreneur, like, fucking uh, Instagrams I follow. Because sometimes they, they say cool shit. And it's sometimes stuff I want to hear, stuff I want to listen to. Um, things that pump me up. I, I need to get pumped up just like you guys do. Um, 
and I look at it and I look at how they're breaking down and you know you got your Gary V fucking types out there and everything's like crush it and do it and everything else and it's kind of almost like a crossfit bullshit kind of attitude but it's necessary that you sometimes you need that attitude to get shit done you need to be that crossfit crazy stupid shit to get to where you want to get to because once you sit there thinking about it too much you're not going to do it you get paralyzed and you decide not to um i I, i'm the opposite like just start breaking it down and see how you can get to that step um sorry i had to take a small puff so yeah, so that's a reason why with influences, I always think it's like a really important thing and surround yourself with it. Like I'm sitting here at my desk at home and there's a slew of graphic novels here that I either read or I'm reading and there's stuff that I really love there. So I'll just name them off. I mean, I got Alan Moore, top 10, book one and two. It was Alan Moore and Xander Cannon. Why the Last Man with Brian K. Vaughn. Plastic by Wagner Hilliard from image comics a recent edition good boy which was a really cool anthology that we got into the shop uh uh, plan to read on the lamb uh which is a jla british book that i got but it has like a lot of uh uh kyle fuck what's his name i love that guy kyle yeah i'm so hard bad with names right now let me get the name of the guy in here kyle baker fucking hey so I got Cal Baker on there. It says his name's not on the spine. So uh, uh, Arkham Dreams by Sam Keith. I got the complete collection from IDW. Um, books I'm going to plan to read. Basket Full of Heads from Joe Hill. Batman Ghost from Sam Keith. Uh, Action Hospital. I got this from uh, by Dave Baker. I got this from the, the Kickstarter. It looked really cool. I'm like kind of like, ah, shit, I need the first two books. But I did flip through it and I thought liked what's going on there. Black Hammer 45, Black Hammer by Jeff Lemire. Uh, Extremity by Daniel Warren Johnson. I've already read this, but I got the graphic novel just to read it again. Uh, the Fix from uh, Spencer Lieber. Uh, Moonshine from Azarello and Rizzo. I want to been re- meaning to read that. Gideon Falls, been re- book one by Jeff Lemire. Another one I wanted to read. And then I have some novels like uh, Hyacinth Hoot. I've been always mean, mean, meaning to read more of his stuff because of the Florida influence and the South Florida influence. And Elric, the Stealer of Souls, Michael Murcock, which is, I think, restarting everything on there. So I wanted to read that again. And then I have also Geiger by Jeff Johns and uh, Gary Frank. Um, So and then a bunch of 90s books that I want to read from Backlash, some back issues of uh, Batman, One Dark Knight and some other stuff that I I read that one. That was pretty cool. So by Jock. Um, That's just some of the stuff I have posters up from toy snobs uh all pages from uh anatomy action and fighting poses masters of anatomy i keep those up around uh images from uh jim stoko uh from the jenica book uh backlash because i just thought that was a cool character to get into you know a bunch of different stuff i i've even thought about getting another copy of 74 7174 just taking it apart and putting it up in in here just so i can look at it and study it those are kind of things i think you need to have you kind of need to have those images if there's an image on your phone or from some instagram that that does something for you you know do yourself a favor go to like you you know 
a Kinko's or a UPS or something and, and print it out and, and, work, and have it up on your wall where, where you think. You should have a desk to sit there and think. You, have a, you should have a bookshelf of stuff that you want to learn and understand. Um, stuff that you want to get better at. Those are things that I think people need to do and have that. And, and so the act of having an influence and having influence is a very active thing. It's not just enough to say, I like this guy or this guy was really cool. It's, you know, breaking it down and seeing how they do it. Um, I think the other side of that, is, too, is like when you meet anybody that is an influence of yours, that's a wary situation. Um, not for nothing, anything. I don't think I've had a bad... I can't say I've had a bad situation meeting my heroes. Uh, no, I can't. I, I think it's a... It, the, the, the only thing is it's either mildly disappointing... Because you never know also the aspect of when you're meeting them. So you have to be, you have to forgive too, because sometimes they're under a lot of pressure. Or you just see a certain attitude or platitudes that they have that you might not agree with. Um, I don't have anybody I want to oust like that. Um, some people were just, I met one writer that I very much to this day follow, and I think he's awesome. And it was just a weird thing that he had such a weird commie angle to him. And we talked about Cuba for a little bit. And there was this like admiration in his voice for what goes on there. And I had to turn into the voice of like reason, really. And be like, well, it's not as good as you think. It's actually a piece of shit. And deal that hand. And you could tell like I kind of it was like if I freshly shit it in his hand. I was just, yeah, I just really kind of destroyed something he was really going for. And I've had other people deal with, deal that with me. And a lot of times, with, you know, especially white people, it's amazing. Mm. Ah, coffee. Um, well, you know, on the communist front, it's amazing how many white people just don't know what the fuck communism is. And they think it's some kind of foreign other side of the world bullshit when you have an island 90, uh, 90 miles off your fucking coast suffering from it, you know. And they romanticize it and they bullshit it. it. It's amazing. It's amazing. So that was like one instance. But he was civil. He was really cool. But I could just tell I just kind of fucked the moment up. And it happened to me with another uh, uh, prominent fucking writer that I met that was a big hero of mine. I was an asshole because I was like, hey, I loved how you fought uh, racism with stereotypes. <laughs> and, 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 and that's the way we started the conversation. It didn't help that I had been drinking. But, you know, it was an interesting talk afterwards. As far as I've been told, I was a little sloshed over that. But I've met other artists. Like, I met an artist once that is a huge influence on me and an influence on the industry. And what got me was, and this wasn't so much a bad thing, but it was a good warning. He was a very angry individual. He was very pissed off. And it was weird because I'm like, holy shit, man, like... You're a fucking dude that I follow. You're kind of like where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like in this tract, you're you're exactly at that plateau that I want to be at. And it just seems like they, they're so pissed off and miserable. And I went, hmm. And when you're good, you know, if you do get a chance to get into it with them, and if you do get a chance to come, they will tell you, and you will see that maybe they had to make a lot of sacrifices. They had to get fucked over hardcore to get to that point. And that's why they are how they are. 
And, you know, I, I think people don't understand that, especially any kind of level of celebrity status or kind of altar worship that a guy, a person gets, they get pressured to do so much. People come to you with like this almost you owe me fucking attitude kind of thing. And you do to a certain degree because they are buying your work. They are, but it can take its toll. And and especially with these older guys, I've talked to them, and you've seen like how they get dicked and fucked over, and they they'll sit there the whole night telling you like they they will make a list of it. You you could write a book on it. And that's a lot of old people actually, <laughs> like you know. But so it, it was something of a, a a story to be wary of and, and warn me, you know, like oh shit, this can this can be this can go sour, this can be shitty, you know. And you know, then there's also like you know again your your, your personality and how you take things informs everything that you do in the future. So that's something too. Um, so that goes into what I think is also important is being an influence. Um, you never know who's listening to you. You don't know walking into a conversation and saying something, going somewhere and being part of a conversation, bringing up an idea, uh, talking to somebody, looking at someone's work and, re- and responding to it, what you are doing. You are very much an influencer in your own way. Maybe not in the way that you could sell a fleet of fucking shoes or something or advertising or anything else. But I always tell people, like, that little thing of, like, just pressing like is good. That's nice and everything else. But it's when I get a comment. It's when I get somebody sells something to me at a con or I'm at a pop-up and they're like, hey, man, what's up? And they're happy to see me and they saw my work. And even if it's something like, oh, I saw a sketch you did the other day. That was cool. Or that joke you did. That was hilarious. That to me is so fucking huge. And that's an influence. That's something that will influence you. Because once you have enough people talk about that one thing you did, they'll be like, you know, if you planted a tree in front of your house and everybody talks about that tree, you will be prouder of that tree. Even though, you know, you should be proud just because you planted it. You'll be prouder because of it because of that response because you're getting a response from people so when you do that you are influencing so if you see somebody with an idea and they're telling you something and the way you might go or man really or uh, that can fucking influence things good and bad i mean sometimes i I, look man uh, negativity can be a fucking great great you know fuel in the tank kind of fucking situation because if somebody comes to me and is acting like a fucking asshole and is trying to shit on what i'm doing you best fucking believe that i'm going to come back harder than ever and just to fucking press it in their face i'm the opposite but you know you got to be careful because a lot of times that idea that somebody's telling you or that thing they want to do and you might say you know as a joke you're not even mean and be mean but you'll be like really or Dude, can you do that? They, that's a big influence. And so we have to look at how we influence people, how we influence things out there. And I think a lot of people don't get that. Um, I think a lot of people rather not talk about those kind of things and not say anything. And sometimes it, it, it should be said. It should be said. It should be something that's discussed. But you have to know how to do it. Being able to go out there and talk to people and... You know, um, again, I guess the, the again influence 
is a big deal. I know I have a modicum of weight for myself just because I run a comic book shop and I run on a, a lot of things and I do other stuff. So I know I always want to be positive and get people to be responsive and get people to be, you know, I know, excited. Because if you're excited, I'm excited. And if I'm excited, you're excited. And if we can keep that going, this is going to be exciting. And, you know, and so I think that's one of the major things sometimes to to get something going is having that ability to go and like tap somebody and say, hey, that looks cool. Hey, that, that sounds cool. Hey, man, that oh, dude, that you should do, definitely do that. Oh, if you know that, you know, if you do that, let me know, man. I'll, I'll fucking totally, you know, uh, spread the influence, you know, spread what you're doing. Um, I tell people sometimes, too, that that's the reason why I don't give a fuck too much about social media as much as I give a fuck about word of mouth, because that's an influence, too. Because if you have enough people come up to you and be like, hey, man, you know, they make a great bangumite over on this corner. And then you go somewhere else and somebody else says, oh, you know where you should go? This bangumite place over here. And then you got that third person is like, man, you know what I ate? That was really good. This bangumite place. And you're going to go, fuck this. I'm going to that bangumite place. That's everything. And once you've heard it enough, you know you're going to go and get into it. And that's an influence. That's how a brand happens. Um, I see it with other brands sometimes when people are trying to do clothing, trying to do it. Get your shit on people. It's only once it's on people and it's enough people. Not just the right people, but enough people. There are people that are charismatic. You know? I have pe- I look, I have, I've had clients that have t-shirt you know, companies and I was working with them. And I go, look, we go and make a uh, put a call out or get some customers that you really like that look pretty good. Handsome guys, beautiful girls. And have them wear the, the 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 fucking shirts. See what they do with it. Because I mean, because they go, oh no, well this girl wants to cut it up and put fucking pins in it and do this. Let her fucking do it. Because once they see that application of that design towards that, they say, oh, this is cool. You know, that's how the influencing thing works. So you can influence on your own. You can influence other people all by yourself. You don't need to be like some big hoity-toity bastard. And and person is still way more powerful than social media. And how you act and how you do things is gonna really do that and 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 take it the long way. So influence is a crazy thing, and it's very much tied to branding. Your brand is an influence itself. People are gonna adhere to it. If you're a dark fucking brand or a light brand, if you're about bringing you know laughter you're bringing serious energy about bringing you know working off of a negative to make a positive or a positive to make a negative all those types of things you have to take into account when you're developing it even if you're uh, uh if you're just selling funko pops as a business you have an influence in that you can sell Funko Pops and it's about how you enjoy them and you talk about them and you do this and you do that. People would adhere to that and say, oh, cool. I, I recognize this. I dig this. I want to be part of it. Um, I look at like cartoonist kayfabe. They like, you know, they make T-shirts and this and that. I was at a con the other weekend. Guy had the T-shirt on. I went read more comics and he was like, fuck, yeah. And later on, the guy was at my booth and I instantly said, hey, man, I got a bunch of black and white 80s shit over here. If you want to look at it, he goes, fuck, yeah. And he bought a couple of things from that because right there, I knew the brand. I knew what he's watching. I know what I'm watching. And so now we're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I see what I'm saying. We now know that it's another language and now we can put that together and 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 
get it, get it working. That's what you have to do. And you have to look at your brand and look at yourself and say, what is linked to this? What comes to mind when I see this? Where is this going? And that's when you can put something really good together. And that's when you can be an influence yourself and be something bigger than what you are. And that, to me, is huge. And it's what I go and look at when I, I, I look at my own stuff and say, how do I develop this more? Where can it be a better thing? Where am I communicating? Where am I miscommunicating my, my brand, my idea? How am I influencing bad or good? And that's what you have to do. Uh, just figure those things out. <laughs> Ask that questions to yourself. And then you can go and move forward. Or not. I don't know. All right, so that's the podcast, folks. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. I'm going to be doing a, a couple of different things uh, coming up, hopefully some interviews. I'm, I'm planning to do interviews. I just It's so hard to get people to sit down. Everybody's busy, so it's hard to get everybody to sit down and get things going. Um, this week, I actually won't be doing anything crazy. We will have the Goblin Market back at Goblin's Heist, so if you're looking to vend, let me know. Hit me up. You can find all the details at Goblin's Heist uh, on the Instagram. Uh, I will be probably putting it up on Discord too. And what else? So, and then uh, we've been doing every Sunday. It's been a great success. We've been doing Doral City Place. So we've been posting there. We have a little pop-up going on there from 3 to 9. Um, what else can I tell you guys? Uh, have not gone to see Batman. I don't know. I just don't really fucking... I had a chance kind of to see it, but it was really late at night and I couldn't fucking go. Ended up going to see Uncharted. What a fucking way out. That, it's not a bad movie, but it's like, wait for it to come out on Hulu or something. Like, wait for it to be on a fucking service. Don't go to movies for it. I, I got free tickets. That's the only reason why I went. That's, you know, I was invited. <laughs> you know, like, that was the only reason why I went to fucking see it. But not a horrible movie, but it was just like, whatever. Uh, so yeah, we got Goblin Fest on Saturday. Sunday we got the Rail City Place, and uh, I will hopefully be doing the fucking uh, anthology. I'm still lettering. I had a couple of things pop up today, but I'm just you know getting stuff out, man. A lot of just every day is pumping. Every day is to making shit. But at least I got some good drawing done. I'm gonna get more painting and drawing. Uh, the blog was a little late this week, but you can check it out as always on fwakata.com, F-W-A-C-A-T-A. I will be doing an overhaul soon, trying to link all my comics on there. I'm still trying to plan out where I'm gonna put all my comics and how I'm gonna put all my comics, but I think I have a plan. I think I have an idea, but it just still takes time. Um, and yeah, and I'm, I'm just planning to do a bunch of cons uh this year but it just doesn't seem possible because the prices are through the roof and the fucking flights are getting ridiculous too so i am still trying to figure out all those aspects of it i'm gonna see at least if we do some kickstarters for some of the stuff that we're doing and get the word out and everything else that way um other than that, I will be working as always. You can always find me at Fakata.com, Fakata on Instagram, and Fakata on the, uh, in the podcast. 
hopefully you guys have a great week and uh i will see you there next week yeah i'll see you next week let me know what's up uh send me some questions send me anything you want if there's something you want me to cover send it to fuakata at gmail.com and uh maybe i can do something about it Hmm? all right guys see you next week